Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Juku. I'm Petey Rafe, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is none of the Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing well and amazing. On your say yo. No, I'm not going to do that. Anyong, how's it We're here, of course, to talk about East Asian pop culture, mostly K-pop. Uh, that's why the website uh, is also kpoppodcast.com. Just kind of how it is. Uh, Random fact. The price of beef in Korea has gone up exceptionally. Yes. Yeah. Well, plus with a lot of things. Yeah, we're yeah. That, that good Hanu. You know, that good Korean beef. Uh, they still buy all the cheap stuff from America to make hamburgers. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> that was my random that being said. I read it because <laughs> yeah. I was I was looking at something and talking to one of my friends, and they were like, "Holy shit, it's gone up again!" And I was like, "What?" And they were like, "The price of beef in Korea." And I was like, <laughs> "Is that a thing that we're worried about?" And they were like, "It's at twenty six dollars a pound." I was like, "Oh shit, that's a thing we should worry about." <laughs> That's, that's in, in case you were you know you watch a Korean variety show and they give a, a Korean beef set I was at a surprise and you're wondering why they they so excited <laughs> now you, you know, know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> holy shit how many pounds is that I'm selling that fuck this <laughs> uh, that being said Korean yes. beef aside uh, we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. Uh, and of course, what we do at the B, at the A block every episode is we talk about what's new. Uh, one major thing that's new this week uh, is f- finally the the de- official. Well, I guess the the proper the half album debut. <laughs> the half album. I guess the official so debut confusing. with the half album. It's so fucking confusing. Fuck you, YG. Yeah, Icon <laughs> is back or finally here or i guess it was a pre-release track or i don't know uh yeah whatever bobby's group bobby and bi's group uh icon (laughs) the uh, people that are that yg is putting into the arena against their own people (laughs) uh icon with a couple of tracks first off uh airplane uh, this this one being a little more in vain with their pre-release track of being somewhat of a smooth ballady hip hop song. Yeah. It, it, it was the it was the you meet the girl song, and then this is the you've been with the girl and now she she's she she gonna dip. She's a bitch. Yeah, she a bitch. Fucking, I ain't even <laughs> anyway. This yeah. is that song. Um, uh, airplane. Uh, he's flying away on an airplane. Uh, it, it's kind of a, the, a, it's still, uh, s- slower, still kind of a, more of a mellow track. Um, kind of boring. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. wh- wh- what did you think has? No, I, I, I agree. It was, it, it was very meh. Yeah. Like it, it, it was way too soft, way too ballady. <laughs> like it's just it's just way too much for what it yeah. should have been like yeah 
And especially considering Icon supposedly, I don't know, uh, we assumed was going to be the 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 different group. The, the yeah, because winner. winner does a lot of ballads, you know. Yeah, or, so. or what I've paid attention to is a lot of their ballads. I could probably be cor- easily corrected about that. Um, uh, yeah, the first like couple of releases that they did were ballads, and uh, I haven't listened to their like f- like the rest of the stuff on their actual album releases. But, um, but in a weird way, it, what both groups kind of remind me of is not the very very early days of Big Bang, but kind of the middle period of the early days of Big Bang. You know, um, especially on a lot of the styles and tones of the songs and stuff where it's less R&B. It's very less R&B and more ballad, more coffee shop, more um, easy listening, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, type of stuff. It's kind of just all right. Yeah. Never mind. Um, but we get we got another track from them as well. We got another track, and then you know when you play this track, you're thinking, "Man, here it comes! Finally, we're gonna get hype. We're gonna get that real, you know, hip hop beat." Yeah, and then it just never gets anywhere. Uh, it's rhythm ta. It, it it is very like it, it's like it's like hearing the world's longest EDM song and waiting for the the <laughs> waiting the for drop. the drop and it just never happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just you, like, you, all you right. Here. Oh man, it's coming. This, oh, yeah, this, oh, this beat no, gonna get right. hype. This beat gonna it's get still, hype. Uh, just just wait for still, it, man. This this we're, we're still gonna get here. Turnt. We're still here. We're, we're still gonna get like. Yeah. We're still in this part, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's it's the like, drop? <laughs> all right, where, 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 where's the part we get turned up? Where? Yeah, just because like, uh, it, 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 like lyrically, it's kind of there, but the beat just doesn't bring you in, you know. Yeah. So it makes you not pay as much attention to like the flow and the lyrical content when like Bi or Bobby is rapping or any of the other stuff. Of the other are the other people who I have no idea who they we are. We don't know their names yet. We'll, we'll, we're working I, on it. We'll, here's we'll the figure thing, them out. I didn't watch who is next at all. <laughs> Neither did I. It's like, it's like, so I don't we know We can't watch everything. Are. I don't we know have who our biases. Are. Hell, I don't even know who, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's, there's that guy and then there's the other guy and then there's the guy with the tall blonde hair and <laughs> the guy with the brown hair and there's Bobby. Oh and then there's, I think, B.I. Yeah. And then some other guy. I don't know. The, the guy you think is B.I. is probably B.I. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically oh it. Oh, my God. Um, All right. So uh, that was us shitting on uh, Icon. Uh, Join us next week as we uh, shit on Winner. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> uh, and uh, they will make millions. Understand this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the way it goes. Because boy groups. Uh, but Kaz, I know you had some tunes that caught your attention this week. I, well, well, yeah, no, I'll still say I had tunes that caught my attention this week. So this week was filled with a lot of game and a lot of fun. Uh, since everybody was off at TwitchCon, I had some free time to myself, so I played some games. So, um, I was trying to finish up Show Me the Money. We're almost done, so look out for that Hollyajuku Talks episode about Show Me the Money. Um, 
so I decided I, 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 when I'm playing games, I love Korean rap music. I love rap music just in general when I'm playing competitive games. So I went out seeking some new things to add, and I figured I'd add some people from this season's Show Me the Money. So I started with your favorite and and mine, uh, Black Nut. I, I went with one of the songs that kind of made him notable. I don't want to say famous, but notable. Uh, called 100 fe- featuring the genius Noel Chong. Um, it is very much Black Nut being Black Nut. It is a, yes. a diss record to everyone he could think of ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so, it's fucking good, right? Because you got to keep a lot of things in mind. One, this is a this is a beat and a hook by Genius Noel Chong who like I, I, I'm, I've been trying to think of the American counterpart for Genius Noel Chong, and it's kind of like Nate Dog, but then he's also a really good producer as well. Yeah, you know, um, which is why he's called a genius. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is. It is definitely Black Nut beat Black Nut. It's worth checking out the translation if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I know I listened to this a while ago. <laughs> And I accidentally triggered the opening song. Sorry. This is what happens when they have things for numbers. (laughs) Hotkeys and shit. Uh, Damn you for the Black Nut for giving me the song 100 because I triggered a hockey. Damn it. Uh, But if you check it out right here. uh, Yeah. yeah, You check it out right there. Oh, as I'm showing it right there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100. It's like you go go rip it up. I told my mom that when I come back home, uh, bus full of hoes too tired to have sex. Uh, I'll, that I'll be on a bus full of hoes too tired to have sex. There you go. That's like the, the opening line is just amazing. I told my yeah. mom that when I come back home, that I'll be on a bus full of hoes too tired to have sex. Uh, <laughs> so you, you gotta love that. And it's like yeah. it goes on and on, you know. It's like, and and, and I also love when it gets right to here. the hook. I, I I love when it gets to the hook, and the hook is happening, and it's genius No Chong being genius No Chong, and and turning goddamn into God Daeong, which is you know like Daeong is is Black Nut's name, yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> is dang. if you watch Show Me the Money, that's that whole thing of everybody calling him God Daeong, um, uh. But I also love that he cuts off the hook and he's like, no, no hook. This is my song and I'm going in. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he just lists a bunch <laughs> of rappers. This is my tracks. So get out of the fucking stuff. I see you once told me don't do shit like this unless you want to be shot. Praise and worship. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, you hook making addict. <laughs> I don't need no hook on my song. <laughs> fuck off. I don't need you. And this black nut and this is black nut versus. Dio, VJ, Sonny, Guardian, sound too sloppy type. Drunken he names a hundred rappers. <laughs> See, a hundred rappers. Uh, and then the thing and, that I love is the, the very end. The very end is the best part where he's just like, bring it, bring it, motherfuckers. I'm here. Let's do it. No, seriously, don't bring it. I, I was joking. This is all a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, this is all a joke. I apologize. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so I, I fucking I love this is this is why PD loves Black Nut. This is why I love Black Nut. This is why everyone loves Black Nut. Things yeah. like this. Uh, he's he's so fucking fun to listen to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, goddamn, gotta love Black Nut. That being said, uh, you have some more tracks to talk about. I do have some more tracks to talk about. So 
my next track. Uh, where is it? Ah, yes. Cho Hong Wu featuring Cheetah. Uh, the song is called Scar. Um, so this this video is kind of plain, but I thought it was really creative when you think about it because it takes like this Instagram interface and like plays out the video with the yeah. lyrics and like other things going through. And I think it's just a really, really good song. I thought this version of the video, I think there's another version of like a performance version. Yeah. Um of this video out there uh as well but i just thought this was really really kind of I, I thought it was cute all right yeah there's no other way around it i thought it was cute yeah um i think it's 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 cute and it's fun and also the format of the video uh kind of playing into the, you know knowing where everybody watches their music videos nowadays um uh, is the fact that if you open this on your youtube app you can full screen it vertical mode and fill out your phone that way and that's kind of the mm-hmm. format it is put in uh which is which is fun it's not the only video that's you know you uh born hater started that <laughs> uh <laughs> you, you know, remembering back to to epic high uh yeah. born speaking of people that uh, black nut called out <laughs> born, <laughs> born hater uh did that and and it's that one is fun you know i i recommend watching it that way because it's it's really cool kind of an experience of seeing you know epic high and all these rappers in your phone trapped because of how like confined that the visual style of that that video is uh and and this isn't the last video of this format we're going to talk about today (laughs) uh but yeah it, it that that part is really creative and cool yeah um the song itself is really good um i i i love hearing cheetah rap she's a really really good rapper mm-hmm. um young woo is is a really good singer uh i haven't heard a lot from him uh but this is definitely something this is like has made me want to really check out more uh so it, it's something i might definitely do uh but holy fuck i like i didn't think i was gonna like this at first because the whole like Oh, it's like the Instagram interface thing, and it's, eh. but I when I thought about it and I looked at it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is really creative!" Yeah, like this is really really creative because they really went for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it worked really well. Yeah, um, thought so as well. But yeah, all right. Uh, so I got I got two more songs two more. for us. Two more uh, this week. So like I said, I kind of went on a binge of listening to a, a lot of rap music. Um, so, so I uh, I went and I listened to some stuff from Just Music because there there is just a lot of rappers on Just Music that I like. Vasco, yeah. uh, C Jam, Black Nuts, uh, Swings, um, and oh, this was like in a grouping of songs uh, that they did. Um, like kind of kind of like an introduction and just like your stuff to do for the label and i missed this one somehow yeah uh so it's it's just music more uh featuring c jam vasco uh who else is in this well no chung does the beat and the hook and then swings is in this uh, yeah those three guys and swing then no chang is behind the, uh, the producing of it all yeah um i must say I think I'm starting to have a love affair for Nolchong because the, my favorite part about this is the beat. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a really good beat. I mean, the the the, the rappers do really well with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a really good beat for sure. Yeah, and I also love the hook too. Like it almost kind of doesn't fit in, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in that weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, I mean, the the if you can get um, all right, there was something weird about the wording. Yeah, I think it was just the delivery, like the 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 words. I I don't know. But overall, it still worked. Like, the hook still worked. Uh, I think the cadence maybe was a little off, just because, I guess, you know, English not first language kind of a thing. But uh, I still, you know, it still worked as, as a hook. Mm-hmm. Because it, cause it, like, totally changes from you hear, you, you start with C-Jam, you hear him rap, then you go into this hook, then you come into Vasco rapping, you know, and everything changes, you know? Like, the yeah. whole feel changes. But, yeah, yeah no. Uh, yeah. A really, really, really enjoyable rap song if you like Korean hip-hop. Um, fucking Vasco kills it. C-Jam kills it. Uh, I, I, I think Vasco did the best, but I really did like Swing's part as well. Yeah. Um, but I... I, re- I I'm realizing day and day, I, I like hearing Fosco rap. Yeah, yeah. Fosco usually brings some 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 goodness uh, into whatever he's invited to, uh, whether it's a guest appearance or whether it's its own music. Uh, he usually brings in some good some good some good stuff, some good talent uh, into the mix. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, last but not least. Last, well, not uh, not least in any way, no. uh, but I did put this in here last because we talked about the other song uh, that was released last week, and then yeah. there was this one earlier um, called uh, J.O.A., uh, which I think is... Uh, uh, think no, Undongi. The, the Booty. Yeah. I think uh, the song is named Booty. The Booty. The butt. Songs called the butt. Yes, that's what it's called. The butt. Yes. Okay. I forgot what it was. I I looked it up and I forgot what it was. But no. So it's Gary and Jay Park talking Talking about about that booty. Yeah. It's like because I was like, oh, it's jaw. It's just I like fucking. I love this song. It's like. It's like no, dude. Fucking. I never. I never realized I wanted a Gary and Jay Park song. But yeah. I needed a Gary and Jay Park song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, with Gary and with Jay Park, of course, it's 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 them being you know thirsty as hell and talk about the booty and sex. Because <laughs> uh, it's Gary, and yeah, he had that song "Shower Later" with the last album, and this fits in right in this theme. And he's like, he's just, he's just, you know, sitting there like rapping longingly about you know how what all the body parts that he loves about his girl you know and how the, they joke around when they bang and like you know uh and it, and it works it's not even like it, it, if you look at the lyrics they work well and the fact that you know he's actually kind of doing a, la- a love rap even while being filthy and dirty about you know singing and, and, and you know being singing about sex and whatnot he's still kind of like keeps it cool and romantic in a sense kind of <laughs> uh but yeah but no I, I don't know i just love this song i just like this song a lot man like it it's it's like 
my god, it's such a banger. I'm gonna be listening to this for a while. It's just like you could just put this on in the background and just eat, like do a nice little slide chair dance. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I enjoy the fuck that, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gary is just Gary is just yeah. you know, Gary is just killer. Is Gary and uh, Jay Park does exactly what he needs yeah. to do, uh, which is sing sing him some R and B uh, in the bridge. Uh, which, which, uh, that's what he needs to do. Uh, I know, I know people feel his rapping skills, but, uh, I don't, <laughs> even though it's funny, even though he can be fun, uh, when he tries to rap, but yeah, and when he, when he's singing, uh, some R&B stylings, uh, he, he, he nails it. Uh, yeah, this video certainly gets sexy. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh yeah, must be nineteen. It has to be nineteen plus. Yes, uh, I kind of I, I felt a little odd, and I decided to cut away from the part where where the dude uh, takes off the panties. It's like okay. <laughs> it's like all right. Uh, I don't need our show to be that nineteen plus on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> that being said, yeah, Gary Gary is awesome. I love Gary. Uh, yeah. Can't get enough of this. I, I'm I'm so I'm I'm gonna try to make sure I I, I I'm gonna get the album, uh, two thousand two. I love the kind of the symbolism that of naming it two thousand two because that's when uh Lee Sang debuted. Uh, so he's like I'm gonna go back to the mentality mm-hmm. I, I had when I first started, uh, which is cool. Uh, and I, I love I'm pretty I love everything about this album. Except for the the weird Running Man episode that that they concocted to promote it, except for that, <laughs> <laughs> they kind of they kind of shoehorned that that let's prank Gary all of a sudden for uh, yeah. It's like okay, <laughs> it's like and constantly have a reason to remind the audience that he has an album coming out. It's like I've got to go <laughs> record my album. Did you know I have to record my album? I have to go record my album. <laughs> it's like, all right. That being said, uh, always, always love songs. Always loved booty. Uh, uh, but I've got a well. But yeah, there's no way to transition out of that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that being said, uh, I uh, some things caught my attention this week. Uh, first of all, I've, have you? Kaz, have you? I know. I know you love Amber. You, you yeah. and I are both fans of Amber. Uh, have mm-hmm. you been checking out her YouTube channel? What the pineapple? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, she's she's. It was just surprising to me. She and uh, her friend, or friend possibly, based on a, a, a slip up on one of the videos, uh, Scott. Uh, have a YouTube channel called What the Pineapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's worth checking out if you like Amber. Uh, it, a lot of it is just, you know, just typical YouTuber stuff. Uh, but she just got to <laughs> start her YouTube channel, so she kind of kind of has to get all, get all that. I'm, I have a YouTube channel now. Let's do all the things that you're supposed to do on YouTube uh, yeah. out of her system. Yeah. 
but she did have a fun little video called the SM family reacts to extra hot Cheetos. Um, and what's really awesome about it is that she, she gets herself all worked up about having Koreans try the extra hot Cheetos, uh, which are extra hot. And then when they start feeding them to the, to the Koreans, they're like, they completely no sell. <laughs> There's like no reaction whatsoever from any yeah. of them. <laughs> it's like, it's like not realizing that dude, Amber Koreans have their spice game on lock. <laughs> like this is just, nah, this is, they, this ain't nothing to them. In fact, I think the, uh, there's one guy that couldn't handle the spice, but I think the most of a complaint they could get from somebody else was that it was kind of salty. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, just salty. Oh, I want no more of that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, uh, uh, it's just it's like eating it. It's like, hey, no. yeah. But, uh, Here, I'll, I'll go like, ahead and uh, live on the show. I went ahead and I subscribed to Amber's channel. I'm probably never going to watch a video. But you know what? We're going to support her. Yeah, that's what you got to do. This is, taste is really vague. It's like, I don't want to eat anymore. <laughs> it's vague. Uh, hey, what else you got? Uh, moving on. Another, I, I have made my love of crack videos or, you know, K-pop on crack uh, known uh, mm -hmm. in the past. Especially EXO on crack. Uh, but somebody <laughs> went ahead and did a series for Mamamoo, another group that that I've uh, professed my love for. Uh, oh yeah, and, it, it, it's and, funny for because from our uh, what, what we like to call the correction corner of T two T two and Vanilla Burp, uh, I have found that they are enjoying the Mamamoo as well. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, do you know about this? I was like, yeah, no, we already know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, we yeah we know we love them. It's like yeah. Uh, that that's you you you're learning the right stuff right there. Uh, shout out to Vanilla Burp, uh, who's a cho who's a, a sunny bias like I am. Sunny bias, sunny bias, uh, unity. Um, uh, but yeah, Mama Moo crack video, <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of you know the kind of fun moments. Uh, but also speaking of Mama Moo. Uh, an, a game OST track that has a, a video, a music video for it, and a vertical style music video at that. Um, probably, <laughs> probably to play during the, the the game. I guess I don't know. Uh, but they, I think they did it for like Peaky Cast or something like that. Uh, but Mamamoo did the with the song "Girl Crush" uh, for the game Inicia Nest. Uh, which is, I think, like a fantastical RPG action game. And I, I have no idea how mm -hmm. this works as the OST for that. But I don't <laughs> care. Because it's, it's my girl's yeah. Mamamoo uh, being uh, fun and cute and uh, silly and ridiculous and like uh, over the top and just f displaying their personalities. Uh it's just I, I love Mama Moo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I do as well. Yeah, like well, so, like you said, we're not exactly sure how this works uh, as a soundtrack uh, for a game, but it's Mama Moo, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, 
<laughs> the video was ridiculous. It was like the the you know, them watching TV and then uh, Moonbyal in PJs swagging out, <laughs> swagging out in pink pajamas, uh, like she just want to do. Uh, and then the girls at some point Solar starts spanking uh, Wee in. Uh, <laughs> it's just fun. And Mamamoo Moo is just fantastic. They're great singers. They're awesome, hilarious people. Also, they're apparently uh, amazing archers. Uh, as <laughs> I watched the the Idol Star Athletic Championships, uh, and they 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 won the gold medal in archery. Uh, nice. Uh, also, yes. I I feel like if we don't mention uh, that they fucking have killed it multiple times on Immortal Song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because that's the thing. PD and Van- I mean, uh, fucking T two and Vanilla Burp, uh, were were linking to us, which I yeah. which I think was one of the ones we saw before. But yeah, yeah. It's like I feel uh, like they'll they'll kill us if we don't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, they're amazing on that show. Uh, yeah. They're fantastic. Uh, later on, we're gonna talk about somebody else that's amazing on that show. But first. Uh, we have a new track from Lovelies. Uh, Lovelies. The, finally, the, the proper promotional tracks from their album Lovelies 8, uh, which, if you've been keeping track, is kind of Lovelies 8. Is, the name is there for a reason because it's now the full eight members again. Uh, this is their promotional track, Achu, uh, son of Asnis. Uh, uh, Achu is. I have to say, the, a lot of people are are in love with it. A fair amount mm-hmm. of people are probably a little bit bored of it. I'm a little bit more in the. That was nice. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not overwhelmingly, you know, mind blowing. But it's very cutesy. It's uh, almost, almost kind of Japanese poppy. Yeah. It it is kind of very like, Japanese idol pop. Yeah, it is um, kind of like what the, the Lovelies and G Friend are trying to kind of corner the the modern uh, J pop influenced uh, innocent concept uh, cute pop thing. Uh, I will say that I think overall G Friend is a little is a a bit ahead uh, of yeah. the curve on that. Uh, but eh, lovelies do a, do a, an admirable job, you know. Give the old college try, or the yeah. uh, the middle school try. <laughs> uh, yeah, overall, it's a it's a cute song. It's a cute song. Hey, I, <laughs> no, I I agree. It is it is a rather cute sea song. Um, I, I don't have any overall complaints with it, um, but. Yeah, you know. yeah. Probably not too memorable, but fun. Uh, yeah, but I look forward to kind of seeing a group like Lovelies uh, grow because uh, they aren't a big label and they they don't lack talent uh, to say that uh, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of talented, mm-hmm. uh, we have another like I mentioned artist that excels at uh, immortal songs. Uh, making her comeback, uh, Ailey, a girl, a Jersey girl, uh, killing it in Korea. Uh, Ailey with a song, mind your own business. Uh, and 
this is another, I have to say, this is another example, and it's been said quite a few times. This is another example of Ailey being tasked to uh, single-handedly elevate a okay pop song with her <laughs> yeah. vocal prowess. And she yeah. almost does it. Because <laughs> she's that good. Uh, which is the thing. Ailey is... Like, Ailey is exceptionally talented. And has a personality to boot. Like, she can do a lot of things. But it seems that whenever it comes to her promotional tracks... And it's something that I think is articulated a lot better on the Agent Junkie review uh, than I could ever hope for uh, doing. Uh, that it comes to professional tra- her promotional tracks, they just kind of play it safe. They're just going to give her an okay pop song and then just say, hey, save this. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. uh, kill this. And then just kind of leave her with the task of just carrying the song through her you know through her power alone instead of maybe i don't know maybe going out on a limb and doing something where uh, exceptional uh i don't know if you got a chance to check out the the review i linked uh kind of no 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 i didn't i didn't check that out um i don't know i i feel like I I feel like we're 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 thinking, hey, Ailey is really good. Ailey can fucking belt out a song. Holy shit! You know, here's time and time and time and time of her again belting out a fucking awesome ass song, right? But I think if we think about anybody, there's always gonna be those kind of mediocre tracks. You know, not yeah. every single track is gonna be amazing. You know, the, um, the thing is, uh, it's it just seems like they haven't given her an amazing song ever. <laughs> like, they, they just don't ever bother giving her any amazing songs or any great songs. They just kind of settle for good. And I think, it, again, it's in the, you know, it's, it's uh, right here. It's as if her agency is obsessed with having her talent recognized. Uh, so they give her some mediocre track, take her off the leash and tell her to go fetch and use their vocals to make their unimaginative dreck into a workable pop hit. The fact that she almost nearly does just that with a lot of her songs proves to me, uh, to, to Asian Junkie, that she deserves to be lauded for her talent. But in a lot of ways, that, that talent is a gimmick in itself. It's a crutch to lean on, and her singles end up disappointing because talent, especially in pop music, is effectively meaningless unless said talent is used effectively. And this is a good example. For example, Ailey takes a gigantic shit on a group like Crayon Pop vocally, but I'd rather listen to Dancing Queen 100 times in a row over Mind Your Own Business twice. Because one one is catchy and fun, and the other is a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it goes on about, you know, uh, there, there's no reason to force trying to get her recognized because she's already recognized. I mean... Uh, she's already it could just, it also talent. could just be they have mediocre songwriters and yes. maybe they need to hire veterans yeah maybe it's like it's like it, it is it is a, a, a sad thing to say because if you like we said 
Immortal songs where she gets to kind of drive her own idea, take a great song. Because chances are, if it's going to be covered on Immortal songs, it's a kind of an all-time great, you know, in the history of Korean pop music. Uh, on you know, relatively speaking, so she takes a a well-known great song with a lot of meat on it, and she she kills it. I don't know. It, it's yeah. It's hard to say. There, there's a lot of factors that go into it because we know she has the talent, but she just doesn't have the songwriters. Yeah. Uh, somebody needs to go to YMC Entertainment and start writing some, some bangers. Start writing some really good songs for her. Let her stretch out her talent. Put, take some risks. Do some great stuff instead of settling for good, like, like, the, like the article says. Um, I, I really want to see more from for Ailey to kind of let her let her spread her wings uh, to mm-hmm. heaven, heaven, heaven. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm hoping for good things. Uh, like I've said a million times. Uh, but that being said, that ends the what's new segment. Uh, as Kaz giggles himself, uh, adds the what's new segment, uh, and heads us over to our headline. So join us over there. I'm going to go run and grab a popsicle. Yeah. I also realized our bumper isn't long enough for me to do that, so I just stayed here. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, all right. We're getting into our headlines, some topical topics. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about the things that are happening, the things that caught our, my attention this uh, week on the world of East Asian pop culture. First headline. Blank yes. and Eclair have sale on day Jessica did K-pop Benghazi just because. Um, oh, this headline. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Okay, so. September 30th, a couple of days ago, I think, yeah, a couple of days ago, uh, Jessica announced that the Blank, or Blank and Eclair group announced that they were going to have a sale on September 30th. Okay. And they said just because. Uh, September 30th, uh, also happens to be the day uh, that Jessica got kicked out of Sinusha Day of Girls' Generation. Uh, like, the, like the day. Uh, so just because on that very day, on the year anniversary of her getting kicked out of her uh, group, she's going to have a sale. A celebratory sale. Uh, this is uh, this is some hilarious, you know, shade uh, to 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 indulge shades, the shadiness of it all, and it's kind of fun. Uh, it's kind of thuggish. Uh, what do you think, Kath? Do you do you enjoy the shadiness? Um, I, I so I was reading through this, and at first I was like, I don't know. There's way too much trying to connect the dots, which they literally did a trying to connect the dots here. Which is funny. <laughs> it was just, they did it for fun. Yeah, that was a um, thing. Right. That's what I'm like. Those that that's the emph- that's the actual emphasis of trying to connect the dots, where you literally try to do it. 
But then you kind of look at the tweets and everything else, and it's just like, oh, one day sale, 24 hours, just because on our website only, just because we can. You know, like, I, I feel like somewhere in there should have just been slay. <laughs> like, yes. Kind <laughs> <laughs> uh, of finger snap, like, and what, bitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like hashtag just because I love uh, DB in the in the comments and this should become the hashtag everybody knows of 2015. Uh, yes. uh, there's some great stuff in the comments. Uh, but yeah, like it, it is, it is kind of hilarious. Jessica kind of getting a little doing low key saltiness, uh, the low key saltiness of getting kicked out of a group. Uh, which is hilarious and fun and probably hints at the, a little bit of the attitude of probably what got her kicked out of the group in the first place. Uh, <laughs> which, yes, yes, part of it was because SM you didn't, couldn't, SM were kind of being uh, a little bit stingy about her doing her own business and it possibly cutting into maybe uh, time with the group. Well, yeah. but more really, it, it more really it was her earning her own money and the family not getting a cut. You know, <laughs> the family yeah. isn't getting a piece of the action. Uh, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, at the same time, maybe just a little bit. You know her, <laughs> which is kind of which which kind of makes it funny and fun. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't hate on, on her, uh, for that. Cause I don't have to deal with her. So <laughs> I, I don't know her personally. If I knew her personally, maybe as though. far as we know, she's still a lovely person. Yeah. As far <laughs> as we know. Exactly. She's still a lovely person who likes to sleep and doesn't like to run. That's all. <laughs> she has her cute quirks. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's doing well. Uh, Good job, Jessica. Uh, moving on to the next one. A little bit less fun. Bantan Sony and BTS fans locked out of Atlanta concert due to overselling. Promoters fail again. So this has yeah. been an ongoing thing uh, with TGM events. I'm going to call them out TGM events. Uh, BTS's concert tour in America is going um, incredibly poorly. <laughs> In earlier stops, I you know, had already heard complaints that everybody, everything was disorganized and PTS were on only on stage for about 30 minutes, performing only four songs. But that was honestly sort of par for the course. Yes, concerts put on by the second-rate promoters are usually that terrible to the point where I didn't think it warranted coverage. That's why you know, it wasn't much coverage on Asian Junkie. In Atlanta, though, things seemed to take the next step in fuckery. As the promoters oversold the venue, which led to hundreds of fans being locked out, promoters apparently literally didn't check the venue capacity, uh, which is which actually is a lie, which we'll find out in the update later on down in the article, uh, which led to this mistake. Uh, and though I am very sorry to those who had to deal with this, I just have to say that's so incompetent that I have to find it hilarious and laugh a bit. Anyways, this led to pr- the promoters mo- uh, in panic mode to try and compensate for it, but they just ended up in more lies. Alright, so uh, so kind of going into what they said. Uh, basically, uh, 
they were we were all lined up they started letting people in 20-ish minutes before the show the people in the back of the line were told that there were no room more room and tgm oversold their tickets and there was 100 to 200 people standing outside in the rain waiting for our promised compensation uh and then they were given this we're sorry that the venue is at capacity we will give you a full refund as well as a group photo and high touch with bts after the show please write your name and email address and we will give you a f- the full refund uh which they gave him a, a, a little piece of paper. When they brought everyone that couldn't get in the concert inside for the high-touch photos, they made us wait again. We were the last people in there. I looked back and saw luggage being hauled through a window on a door. Nadia and some other asshole came on stage and explained that BTS had left. They never told BTS about the fans who were promised the high-touch in photos. Uh, yeah, so basically... Uh, so basically... As conversation, the main fans wait for the concert to finish, then wait around the, after the concert more. Then it was told to them that BTS had already left. That sure is an interesting way to go about things. Um, Agent Junkie uh, he points out that he was not shocked by this, and like I, in retrospect, it makes sense to me, and he makes a good point why this, why this is not a shock, but this is still some dumb fuckery. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, it, it is a, is a, it's a, it's a bummer because it is, you know, of course, and here's some proof that they oversold the event, uh, that the event has been oversold for weeks. Uh, they knew mm-hmm. about it and they didn't do shit. Uh, and there's a great video of somebody, uh, nervous. This is stupid. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, this is stupid, and and it and it kind of is aggravating. We realize it's it's people that don't know what the hell they're doing, trying to score a quick buck off of people, you know, off of crazy fans and you know teenagers that are willing to uh, drop their allowance money uh, for a chance to high five Opa. You know, it's <laughs> it's it makes me want to fucking. If I had the money to front it, I want to start. I want to do my. I want to do the Halijuku uh, events coordinator, promoter people, so that we'll like make no money, but we'll make sure it do, it's done right. Like, just because, like, you know, it, yeah, we could do that. I don't know. We got I feel like we we probably could do a lot of a lot better job than these idiots could. Uh, yeah, it's like. You you sell you figure out how many tickets you can sell for the for the venue, you let people in at a timely manner and and, and you know coordinate them well. You know if you have VIP, maybe you use uh, use you know uh, barriers or like you know those you rope off the entrance in a way that you let the VIP mem- you know ticket holders get their seats closer to the front while you let everybody else in behind there that area i don't know it, it's just i've never promoted a concert ever and i think i could have done a, a better job than these idiots uh but i don't know meanwhile i paid 20 bucks this i paid 20 bucks in austin texas to uh to see epic high cram pop uh ee hitchhiker and a bunch of cool indie bands uh and that went off without a hitch because that was southwest southwest 
<laughs> it's just like, you know, it, it, it can be done. It's just, you know, there's no one around. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, right? it can be done. It, it, but like, you, like it says in the article, it's a bunch of these companies that don't know anything about these groups. And they're just trying to, you know, they're like, oh, we could do promotion, whatever. Like, some people probably won't show up, so we'll oversell pocket some money and then more people show up than what they expected and then they realize oh shit these people are going to expect something from this and it's like hmm yeah this is well fuck yeah <laughs> and then they and you know those refunds are never coming like the, those refunds are never coming uh they'll just ignore you um people are still waiting for their refunds for that eric non concert that never happened because of uh, because of inclement weather, like people, they're doing petitions on the internet for all those do good, uh, because of that Eric Nam concert and because of a previous concert. <sighs> Basically, the the moral of the story is: people of K-pop, stop working with TGM events. They don't love you. They don't let them host. They ain't got to. <laughs> no, no. All right, what, what other stories do we have? All right, let's move on. Uh, this is actually Slay. a little bit meatier. Uh, new Korean website tries to protest LGBT rights is ironically a useful LGBT okay. resource. Uh, <laughs> it, it's funny enough because a lot of these things end up turning into that because they end up listing all these websites that are promoting the gay agenda and, and, and trying to, how dare they try to give gays rights and then you can look at them and you're like, oh shit, does that place do free uh, STD testing? Oh wow, I didn't know that. Oh my god. are there is there a group that meets every Tuesday at, at the uh, rec center? Oh okay, for, for uh, gay and lesbian like uh, you know, rights activation? Huh, I might check that out. Thanks, hateful website. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, hateful website. It's funny. It's like a, a new anti-LGBT organization recently launched its own website, uh, Lights Out Soul, uh, which it claims to exist to work towards ethically cleansing the streets of Seoul free of those nasty homosexuals. Uh, the site oh. provides updates on the action right. of LGBT campaigners around the world, such as the evil gay mafia, uh, who have taken over countries like the U.S. and Germany and attack and discriminate against anti-LGBT Christian protesters, uh, presumably by locking them in their BDSM dungeons and playing Gloria Gaynor or, uh, over and over until they submit. I don't know. I stopped trying to translate after I saw they were unironically using a cartoon from popular comedy website, The Oatmeal. Apparently they were using this cartoon from the oatmeal uh apparently it's one of those great uh they don't get it <laughs> and they make themselves the joke uh, yeah which is hilarious uh but the website is so thorough in its attempts to provide all the latest updates on the horrors of homosexuality in korea that it's actually ironically a pretty useful resource for anyone interested in the goings-on in the korean lgbt community uh, as Huffington Post Korea points out, there are a number of sections of the website which could be useful for LGBT individuals in Korea. The first is a fairly in-depth glossary of terms used in the LGBT community. This includes English slang terms like gaydar, top and bottom, as well as Korean terms like queen honey, 
uh, meaning the oldest and most experienced in, in a group of gay men, and splitting a gourd, which means, well, having sex. Uh, it also includes most of the essential terminology related to sexual and gender identity. Um, they also have a fairly extensive calendar of events organized by and for the community, including film festivals and party nights. The purpose of this calendar is to organize protests against the presence of Korea's sexual minorities in Seoul by gathering outside the city's biggest LGBT events. As this behavior can make people feel threatened and unsafe, it's not such a great thing, but it could potentially help uh, to raise the profile of LGBT events in communities where they are not widely discussed. Finally, there are two maps, one showing which areas of Seoul are gayest, with each district labeled with the number of LGBT venues it contains, and another which shows exactly where each LGBT business is situated. The three districts which host the most have also have their own pages with a detailed listing for each business. This one is particularly helpful as a website called Korea Pink Map, which is was essentially a listings of exactly the same kind of businesses as, and events highlighted by LGBT out was suddenly blocked by the Communications Standards Commission earlier this year. The only reason that has been given for this is this is alleged uh, alleged illegal activities. Um, so. And then, and, you know, the website kind of goes on with other stuff and kind of history of the LGBT community. Uh, pretty in-depth. It's a pretty cool article. I'm not going to go through all of it now. Uh, but it is kind of funny that they have a you know, good glossary of terms. Uh, they have a, a calendar, a, user, you know, a helpful little calendar to know exactly where all the, all the fun is happening and where all the businesses are. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is fun. It's fun that that the their own creation can be used against them uh, mm-hmm. while they're being buttholes. What, what, what was your impression, Kaz? Uh, no, I like my impression was was what I said at the beginning, which is like I I love things like this because the hate or mongering only goes sometimes uh, to only be more supportive than the community at large is because they do so much footwork to figure out like all these things that are going on that are promoting the I don't want to slam on my desk but promoting the gay agenda you know and then they list them out and then you as a young gay person who who you know is looking for support and doesn't know where to find it and you see this and you're like oh thanks <laughs> now i know where to find it yeah. yeah so it's it's always funny to me uh in in that sense uh it's sad in the like the we still let humans need to yell at each other over the most minuscule things ever um but whatever that's never going to change you know uh, as long as those people stay stupid, they, they're a resource. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. Um, also, yeah, it, 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 which is just fantastic. Uh, there's charts. I'm looking at this. There's amazing pictures. I know something about uh, movies yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. and stuff. I, 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 like I now because of this website, I'm now looking at more things about uh, gay culture in Korea. Yeah, look at this. Apparently, uh, unmarried Korean women, women overwhelmingly in support of same-sex marriage. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, here's a great map of LGBT-friendly uh, places. Unsurprisingly, a good chunk of them are concentrated around Itaewon. Uh, yeah. Home of Homo Where the foreigners Hill. are. Also, home <laughs> of Homo Hill. Uh, and around Ewa uh, Women's University. Uh, mm-hmm. which is fun. And then, you know, a little bit more north, some places, you know, uh, there's this, some, there's one near a 7-Eleven. I see 7-Eleven. Uh, nice. yeah, a lot of places. Check out the map. It's, it's, it's quite useful. Mm-hmm. Um, this is fun. All right. Last headline. Last uh, of them. Yeah. Not the game. But the headlines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AOA's Choa trolls Kim Jong-un, uh, calls him a fatty. Uh, plus, she sings her Choa song in, in a hanbok, which is cute. Uh, on a recent live broadcast of My Little Te- Television, AOA's Choa uh, went near the North Korean border and called glorious leader Kim Jong-un a fat fuck. Uh, when the My Little TV PD told her that they were located close to North Korea... Uh, Choa sou- shouted loudly, Jonguna! Multiple times before turning to the PD and saying, When I was in elementary cool- school, my, clo- my closest friend was named Kim Jong-un. Uh, then she shouted again, Jonguna, have you lost weight yet? Uh, the P- then PD then told her, uh, Choa, she, this is a bit dangerous. To which Choa replied, It's okay, Quan PD can protect me. <laughs> uh... Choa has advanced to insulting world leaders. When will these fake hip-hop thugs get on their level? Uh, <laughs> this is fun. As as a as a Cuban American uh, living in Miami, uh, I I hope nobody take takes any, this more to heart than just enjoying it as fun jokes, because uh, some people are worth making fun of and deserve it. Uh, mm-hmm. What what did you think? Did you get? Did you did you watch the video? Yeah, no, I watched it. It it, it was ridiculously cute to have this this cute girl like <laughs> yelling across a border, calling somebody fat. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. It, it it just constantly goes into our like uh, girls in K-pop are dugged out. Like yeah. they don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Still do what they need to. Uh yeah. Uh, Choa is hilariously adorable, and I've, 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 I, it, she's like uh, everybody's favorite on like K picks. Well, her and Mina. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Mina boys out there on our K picks because uh, she's she's hot and she's also cute, uh, but she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't, and she kind of has that that thing that Hada does, where she's she can go back and forth between being supremely sexy and cute, but never kind of being this faux innocent thing. She's just yeah. Sometimes she's cute, sometimes she's hot, sometimes sometimes she's both. Yeah, I love Chua, uh, but this was fun. I love uh, I love making fun of stupid, crazy world leaders. You know, even though it doesn't solve anything, at least like you feel like you're punching in the air and maybe I don't know, letting out some steam. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was the last thing to to talk about. 
Yay. Yay. Uh, Good that, week for, for, for Korean music, Korean hip-hop, Korean everything. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. That's the last headline. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of How to Juku. Uh, Cass, what yes. do you got going on in your neck of the woods? Um, we got a lot of stuff happening over at DKG, so definitely go to the website, check that out. Um, we we got the game show, the 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 fucking the lovely crew that went to TwitchCon and and had a lovely time. Did a a live version, not that it's not ever live when we do it, but <laughs> did a yeah. live version uh, from the house that they rented at TwitchCon of the uh, uh, DKGS, the, the game show that we do every other week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad that they got to do it. I'm glad I got to watch and not have to like fucking run everything, and I loved seeing them flip out over all the things that actually have to be run when that show is going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And even like, though they had more hands than what I normally do, they were like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. Uh, so that was fun to watch. So definitely go check that out. That should be up later this week, uh, uh, hopefully. Uh, other than that, like I said, we just, we're just we trying to make bigger and better things happen over at DKG. So definitely go check out the website, drunkkidsgaming.com. Uh, other than that, for me, nothing much. That's it. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, what I said. Uh, <laughs> for me, uh, it's it's a lot of the new full time job. So so a yeah. lot of things are trying to you know trying to make sure I still keep the creative stuff uh, going and up keep in the, the air. Right. Uh, even though it's hard because it almost feels like I don't have a weekend, which is like the full time yeah. job that isn't nine to five and uh, Monday to Friday. Uh, it's tough. Because you, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't get two days off in a row, uh, which is like sometimes it just never feels like you have a weekend. But that being said, I'm trying to put things back, trying to bring back uh, Fanny Pack Wrestling. We should be back hopefully this Saturday uh, with a pretty pretty hefty little episode. We're going to talk about Lucha Lucha Libre uh, instead of Lucha Underground because I know a lot of people dig in Lucha Underground. We're going to go Lucha Mainstream. We're gonna talk about a couple of big the the two big promotions and their two biggest events because we got a chance to see both of them, and we have thoughts. Oh, we have right. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> they may not be popular. <laughs> <laughs> they may not be well received. But I'm sorry. Let's just say yeah. maybe some some promotions aren't uh, ready for the big big leagues. Just, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, but that being said. You can follow all that on Rebelli.net. This show is Halijuku, kpoppodcast.com, Rebelli.net for this and other shows, including Fanny Pack Wrestling. Uh, Record Breakers. Yeah, Record Breakers, Fanny Pack, Halijuku on that website. Uh, You can check out all the videos on Rebelli TV. Uh, That's where, you know, uh, Fanny Pack will go live. Also on DiamondClub.tv, we'll go live there. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, uh, re- you know, share, like, review, maybe, the review on iTunes if, you can, if you'd like. Uh, that's it. Uh, check us out all over the internet, share, like, we're on Stitcher, we're on all over the places. Follow, do the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Adios. Adios.
Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Fight. Fight. <laughs> had, to, had to wait that one out. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>